I have goosebumps. God damn it. Between the present and the past, memories held in the walls and earth, energies and entities that cross the barrier into our dreams and our consciousness. That which has been left behind between the living and the dead. I'm Emily. And I'm Joy. And this is Is The the Residuals. Residuals. Pint-sized paranormal. Hello, I'm Emily. And I'm Joy. And it's time for a short story. That's right. Buckle up. Buttercup. Uh, My husband and son went to the library today while I was at work. (laughs) My wonderful husband. He was so good about taking our son to the library. And I'm always like, eh, hey, that's a you thing. I don't Mm. know why. I just, whatever. He said that. He went and got like a stack of books for our kid to bring home. And they were all like stories and like comic book stuff and fantasy, like all this great stuff. And our kid goes around the corner with like a pile of nonfiction books about like building things and how things work. (laughs) The last time he came home with books about the Titanic and the disastrous earthquake of San Francisco oh, in the early God. 1900s. And I was oh, just dear like, God. He's mine. He's mine. He's mine. <laughs> oh, dear God. You know what? Speaking of that, um, when I was in shit, what grade was I? Well, I, our grades when you were in the UK. In shit, yeah. When I was in shit. Now, mm-hmm. our grades are different back home yes. to, to how they are over here. But when I was 12, um, <laughs> I did a paper. I did a, no, it wasn't even a paper. I did a project about the San Francisco earthquake um, from uh, the 80s. I think it was 86, or it was like Morgan Hill, where my grandparents lived at the time. And I, uh, I had a T-shirt still about it. And it was a devastating earthquake, obviously. And I went into great detail talking about all the stuff and how many people had died and like showing pictures because where their house in Morgan Hill was, it was like on the side of a mountain type situation oh, God. and their driveway cracked open and <gasps> these terrifying like bugs came scuttling up from the deep dark. De- it was insane. What? Yeah. But like my grandmother collects Wedgwood as you do Mm. and it was just like so I had these photos of like this crockery devastation inside their house it was just bonkers but yeah that was my light and light fair (laughs) age 12 hi guys check out my report oh my god devastation yeah catastrophe Insects from the core of the earth that no one has seen in They're 500 like, years. They opened the gate. Did you ever see the gate? That no. harsh. Oh, it was a horror movie when mm. over here in the States when yeah. I was a kid. I mean, like 80s. Like okay. we were little. Um, but it was, you know, kid opens a gate to hell in his backyard Ooh. while his parents are like out for the night. It's- <laughs> I mean, when else are you, you going to do it? 
Very scary. I would totally love to watch that again. I haven't seen it. I'll watch <sighs> it with you. I think my first, what was the first horror movie that you ever watched? I don't know. Um, I I used to get scared at the Incredible Hulk TV show. Oh. <laughs> um, but I was like three then, okay. I think. Okay. Um, but like, I I started reading horror novels really young I was like mm. 10 um so probably like Cujo uh Pet Cemetery was okay. probably one of the early ones like anything Stephen King I was like put it directly into me I need okay. it all yeah I I watched a lot of that but I mean we watched like gross stuff too yeah yeah like I like I I for some reason I always think that my first horror movie was Dr. Giggles which I was shown uh, by my new group of friends that my school had uh, set me up with when I moved over here. Um, like when I'd oh, only so been living you were in- older. Yeah, I was 16. But in retrospect, looking back, I realized um, my sister and my favorite movie to get from the video rental store in our village was Flatliners. <laughs> and it never occurred to me. <laughs> That, that might not have been appropriate for my age. Uh, <laughs> oh, and that it maybe can like classified as a bit of a horror movie. Yeah. But that was my favorite. I loved it. That's hilarious. It was great. I'd be like, oh, look, it's Julia Roberts' dad shooting up heroin again in the bathroom. Oh God. Let's, let's kill each other and bring each other back to life. I mean, you know, you can only do all the things in town so many times before they're right? boring. Listen, may as well. Listen, what else are you going to do in med school? Right. Get bored. Get yeah. bored. There's, yeah. Again, there's only so much Coke you can do. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I just I, went through. Yeah. Um, I went. I tried to take out some child appropriate DVD Blu-ray selection because I feel like he's always so focused on like scrolling through Netflix. And I'm like, right. can you please just stop? Can we just like look at like the Muppets? Right. <laughs> like the never ending story. So I was like taking that out and I'm like looking longingly at all of the creepy ghost horror movies that I can't watch with him yet. And I'm just so bummed because I was like, ah, oh, I want to watch this movie with you. This is entirely inappropriate, mom. You can't even right bring this up to him at all like I can't even watch Pacific Rim with him and I feel like that's a baby movie because the rest of everything is like 13 ghosts and ghost ship and like all yeah. of the nightmare on Elm Streets and well what about introduce him slowly with like Casper with Christina Ricci in it I don't I, I've never seen that yeah it's I don't know probably I mean, be. I can't wait until I can watch Spice World with my kid or Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. Like, oh, I hope that, she appreciates that. Is that not appropriate them. for a five-year-old? No, I don't. I mean, listen, she won't really get the nuances, the sophisticated. I, I ask because I have not seen those movies. So Which I don't I have... know if there are adult themes. No, not really. I mean, Spice, Spice World's got everything. It's got someone having a baby and her partner dumped her and the girls are there for her. And it's got aliens. It's got ghosts. It's got Frank Bruno. 
Um, no, it doesn't have Frank Bruno because Frank Bruno was who's a boxer from the UK. He was supposed oh. to be the bus driver, but he backed out last minute, so they got Meatloaf, um, who is actually in real life also a very big believer in the paranormal. Yes. Um, I worked with him on a show once and it was like two o'clock in the morning while I was still working. And um, he said to me out of the blue, you know, you see these people walking down the street in New York City and you realize a lot of them are dead, Emily. Not all of them are alive. And I was like, oh shit. And of course, like, I mean, me doing this show, you know that I'd be like, wow, you got a really good point, Meatloaf. And then add on to that, me at two o'clock in the morning, having had a call time of 6 a.m. for the past four days and no. rapping at two, like going on four hours of sleep for four days straight. So I'm kind of maybe at the point of hallucinating, but I, I was like, shit, you're right. You are right, Meatloaf. Let's have a chat about this. He You're right. You mean literally, that. not figuratively like, dead, like inside, no. like they hate their jobs. I'm like, no, no, they're deceased. No, no. And I was like, totally. Un- I'm like, you're right. We are seeing spirits, people. He was actually, he was very lovely to work with. But going along that, like I've got a mate from uh, uni out here who for a really long time uh, worked at the Chateau Marmont, um, like with the, bar restaurant situation Mm. and they're not really a big believer but I was talking to them one of the things he and I ended up talking about is the fact that you know Chateau Marmont has got a crazy history not like just for haunting and stuff like yeah it's got that like there are some rooms that are real fucked there but it's also just the history of the place and its status and what it's always been like represented in Los Angeles and Hollywood And Ian, I started talking about the fact that I'm sure on any given night at that bar when it's hopping, there are going to be patrons at the bar who are not like physical. Do you know Mm. what I mean? Like they're going to, you'll be like, oh, that person looks like, you know, you know what I mean? Like there are going to be people there at the bar that maybe are not living anymore, but they're just hanging out because it's like, it's their happy place. So I don't know if I ever told you this. My office building is in Burbank, um, beautiful downtown Burbank. Um, And it's brand new. Like it was built maybe like completed maybe five years ago. Oh, Massive tall skyscrapery, like what have you. Um, And my, we've got offices, the ninth, 10th and 11th floor are my offices. And after I started working there, you know, like talk to people about ghosts as you do, because I'm that weirdo. Mm-hmm. And there, a few people, separate occasions brought up to me, well, you know that there's a ghost in the elevator. There are four elevators. No, there are eight elevators. Um, there's four that go from first to eighth floor. And then there's four that go from ninth floor and up, right? Oh. To the tippy top. On my side of the elevator banks, the four that go ninth and up, there is one elevator. There's two on each side and it's on the right-hand side, second one on the right-hand side. And people have seen a guy in there and they'll get in the elevator there's a, like, and there's a guy already in there. And it's like clear as day. It's a guy. It's not like, oh, that, I think that person's dead. He's in there. <laughs> door opens you get out and you turn around and that dude's not there anymore 
what yeah it hasn't happened that often but it had happened two of my co-workers had experienced it and they're like not like us they're not like you and me no thank you and of course I'm that one that's like come on dead person get in my elevator never happened I was having those thoughts not meaning to today while I was at work um yeah because your building's fucking creepy no offense joy but that that but I feel like I was thinking about this today because the studio used to be on the fifth floor in this mm-hmm. building, same one, just a floor lower. And now we're on the sixth. And like, I think the sixth floor is creepier than the fifth. Where you Even are now? I, yeah. Yeah. Can I just tell you that when I was there with you <laughs> it's such a and I had to go to the toilet, that toilet's the worst. I basically sprinted from the studio to the loo and back again yeah that hallway is terrifying going on there's like all you hear is weird like silent hill noises on the other sides of doors because it's like machinery and like machining and jewelry making and stuff on that in that building um for anybody who doesn't know what i'm fucking talking about uh i tattoo in downtown la at little annie motel tattoo parlor um check it out go get tattooed um, but we're on the sixth floor in this cute little studio, but it's also like downtown in the jewelry district. So it's just like floors of offices where people are just like making jewelry and machining things. And, and there's weird noises. I'll like, it really sounds like weird Silent Hill banging and like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's like very rarely anyone in the hallway. And there's like an old freight elevator at the back where the bathrooms are. And it's just, it just feels weird. Like today I was like walking down the hallway after using the bathroom and they aren't like full pillars, but they're like half pillars that stick out of the wall as you walk down on Uh one side. And I was just like, some motherfucker is hiding behind one of these pillars. And I am not Mm. into this shit today. I just, I feel like if I was to describe what I see in my imagination question Mm -hmm. mark quotation okay i don't know um it's like a a white dude with like black like slicked back hair almost like greasery 50s style but i like i'm like what now i have goosebumps god damn it um but that's how i feel i feel like there's somebody in that hallway and it does not feel like that on the fifth floor i never felt weirded out like that and it's basically the same setup down oh no i mean it's the same it's the same layout i don't like no and like yep the hallway goes around like a horseshoe to get from where we are um to To the the toilet if yeah if you go further if you don't take that last right to go down to the bathroom it goes down to a window and like a fire escape at the end. And I've never actually gone down there. And today, I don't know why I'm doing this to myself today of all what days, but doing? I'm just like, does Sarah, does it hook around there? There could be like four dead people back there right now. And I'd have no Joy. idea because you just well, don't you would. Know. You'd smell uh, like, no, they could be freshly dead. I don't You're know. right. You're right. If you have stories of things that go bump in the night, A weird guy in a hat watching you sleep? Kids saying creepy shit? Aunt Ethel communicating from the great beyond? 
or, you know, anything that makes your blood run cold and doubt your sanity for a second. Exactly. Pop us an email about it to theresidualspodcast at gmail.com. Find and follow us on Twitter at the residuals pod. No cast, just pod. And on Instagram at the underscore residuals underscore podcast. Subscribe, rate, review. Tell your friends about us. The more, the merrier. And until next week, don't be afraid of the dark. But I will. No dark. Bye bye. Insects from the core of the earth.